to episode 64 of Today in the Scene. I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave, and I just want to say thank you to anyone that's checking us out, sharing our stuff. It means the world to us. We really appreciate it, and we're just going to keep them rolling. So um, I wanted to talk about an indie game that I've been seeing all over my social media lately. Um, it's called Last Soul, and it's an awesome indie game from a studio known as uh, Woolum out of Canada. Um, everyone needs to check this game out. It's super fun. I've already played the demo. Um, highly recommending this. And I could go into it and kind of talk more about the game, but I think the creator, Tony Munoz, would be a lot better at doing that. So without further ado, let's just get Tony on here. How are you doing today, Tony? Hey, Joe. This has, this has been fantastic. I'm, I'm a bit stressed right now. And of course, uh, you know, I have a, a lot in my head with, uh, with the launch of the Kickstarter campaign. But yeah, pretty happy, pretty happy. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm super glad we finally got you on here. We've been kind of back and forth about it for a week or two here, yeah. and it's time. So we get to talk about the game. <laughs> yeah. um, I played the demo and really enjoyed it. Um, I got to play for like an hour and a half um, a while back, and I've been kind of poking at you because I, I wanted to talk more about the game. <laughs> so let's just jump right in. Just introduce yourself, Tony. Let us know who you are and just a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I am a, an indie developer. I started um, uh, creating games in 2013, though I started to coding and, and having the dream of creating games in in the in the 80s, uh, where I have my first access to to a computer. Uh, where it was a, in that moment it was an Atari 800XL, if I remember, where I learned my first coding, and uh, and then from that point on, I was like amazed by coding uh my first game was about back to the future which i'm a big fan of it and it was like a stupid game you know something where you have to set uh some numbers randomly until you can get it you're like marty mcfly and you want to go back to the future but it was at random numbers nothing special nothing graphics or something like that um but then th th that's where i started uh where everything started then i go to college get to the university graduated in code in, in programming and and then uh work on that area but it was so boring because it was just databases and stuff like that and i wanted to go back to the dream of creating games and once steam opens and once uh the the apple uh, launched the uh, the iphone a lot of things were happening and that was my opportunity to get into this so that's when when i started in 2013 here in calgary um to to create this uh small studio and to create this dream yeah i mean that that sounds awesome i mean everybody's got that dream and then they go to school they kind of yeah. work in that area but then it it turns into something that they don't enjoy and it kind of ruins it so either you go back to the dream or you just yeah. do something else is kind of kind of what it turns into yeah. um I guess let's jump into Last Soul. Let's let's talk about it. Kind of give us a summary of the game. What what are what can people expect in the story, gameplay, power ups, kind of things like that. Well, Last Soul is something that has been evolving uh, during the last month. I've been working a bit more than in a year on the game. I presented a prototype to some friends at the end of last year, and um, and they say, "Yeah, I think it, it could work," <laughs> and then. Well, they said, "Okay, yeah, you're my friend, so um, <laughs> let's let's go to the you know to the public, to the gamers, and see how is the the reaction." So uh, we launched our uh, product demo on on uh, the first days of February this year, 2021, and uh, it was 
an incredible hit. It was like I have 10,000 uh, gamers signing up, uh, 4,000, something around that, uh, playing the game. It was really, really beautiful. And uh, that was in less than a week. So I expected to have maybe 3,000 people sign up for in a month. Uh, and then it turns out that in a week we have uh, 10,000. It was, it, was, it was incredible. Uh, and a lot of streamers were playing the game, trying the game. And, you know, the social media was starting to, to move a lot. Our Discord, our uh, Twitch, our Instagram. It, it, was, it was really good. So we, I decided, okay, mm, I think I have an opportunity for this game. Uh, it is possible to do something special here. And uh, that's when I started to, to create and listen to, the, uh, to, to our community, to our fans, uh, trying to get their um, suggestions and their feedback to improve the game as much as we can. And uh, well, right now, what you're expecting in this game, this game is a pixel art shooting action platformer. But what, does, what, what makes this game special is something that I've been trying to, to figure out, you know, because there are a lot of, of shooting action platformers. So how can I make it something different, shooting action platformer? So I decided, well, first, I, I want to make a, a, a beautiful art of the game. I want to create a fantastic music, something that makes a mark on the game that even when you are not playing it, uh, you can say, oh, I want to listen to the music of La Soul, which is created by a friend of mine, Freddy Stabi, which is a fantastic guy. And, uh, but the core of the game is this character, which is called Bob, which is the hero of the game. And he's going to, what, what, what you will figure out later on the game, not on the demo, because sadly it is just two levels to, to present everything, is that you need to collect elements that will allow you to, um, uh, to achieve every level. And these elements, I mean, you have to collect the bullets, you have to collect the jetpacks, controlling time, and a lot of things and a lot of surprises that we are preparing. And uh, these are the elements that allows you to achieve every goal. And you have to be strategically in how you're going to, how you're going to use it. So this is the core besides a beautiful story as well. Uh, this game started as a story that transformed into a game uh, for a recommendation of a friend. And, um, and, and now we are evolving with, uh, with the fans trying to, to, to do or to make them feel the best experience on the genre that they can. Yeah, I, you hit a couple points there that I feel like a lot of people that aren't in the indie community or don't develop, like kind of overlook. You, you're talking about the art. Obviously, the art is one thing that really sets indies apart from like the AAA games. Yeah. But the other was the music score. And not a lot of people pay a ton of attention to that. They're kind of just like, let's grab some free music and just throw it into the game and like call it a day. Talk to me about the process of one, getting the inspiration for the art. Like where did you draw your inspiration on the art style? And then what was it like to actually have someone like a friend of yours to compose all the music individually for this specific game? Well, about the art, uh, I... I, being honest with you, I started to do uh, to create pixel art at, uh, for this game. I never tried pixel art before, um, and it was a it has been a beautiful experience. It turns out that I enjoy a lot of the pixel art. Uh, previously, for the other games, what I did was a Blender, which are models in three D, and, and that could make when you are needed developer that can make things a bit overcomplicated and you have to be careful as an indie developer to not get complicated 
Um, in my case, I am the only developer in my company. So I have to make prototypes and make things as simple as possible, but that they look amazing in the genre. Uh, because, you know, when you create something that is not, uh, I mean, if you create a, a character in, for example, 3D using Blender, if you don't do it perfect, the brain of the of the gamers that are playing the game, they don't accept it. It's like, oh, this is cool, but you know, this is not looking right. So you have to be very careful about this. Uh, that's one of the magics that, for example, you you can you can find you can you can achieve when you do um, low poly characters because the brain accepted it. it's a low poly character and makes things like oh, okay, this is a low poly world and it's looking good. Uh, but you are not a AAA company that has I don't know 150, 100, 300 people working on a game just creating I don't know the cape of Batman. Um, so you can't get overcomplicated. And so I decided, okay, let's make this very simple, a platformer, pixel art, but with with a lot of taste. And uh, this this has been the focus and, and the process, uh, the learning process has been really fast. If you are a new developer and you want to create things in pixel art, just download AS Sprite, which is the, the, the software that I use. It's really cheap as well. Uh, it's not Photoshop that you have to, you know, pay expensive licenses. Uh, this is a very cheap thing and is is designed for making pixel art make things really really easy. And the other thing is about the music is I'm lucky enough uh, that I study music many years ago. Or I studied guitar, classic guitar, and I know music. And I have this friend which is also a guitarist, and uh, um, we can communicate. You know, we can. I I can talk in the same language that he talks uh and it's been great saying okay i want to do something like you know this theme star wars on with john williams we are a lot inspired by john williams by the music of a tron by the music of ender games so it's, it's some epic music that i want to to present there but also where we want to create a specific theme for bob for sub for cyber being for all these characters that are going to be part of of the game, so people listen to the music and they say, "Oh, this is the music of Bob." Like what you you can recognize, for example, the music of of the Princess Leia and, and stuff like that. So yeah, it's definitely a, a beautiful thing. But uh, you have to be even when you are in a small company and small studio, uh, you get to make things beautiful and right even in your small scale. So yeah, that's, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, music inspiration right there. Those are some incredible soundtracks. So if, if that's where you're drawn from, I'm pretty excited to hear the the final score of this, yeah. this game. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier a little bit about like social media, how people found you and the Kickstarter. So let's talk about that path for other people that are aspiring indie developers. How did you get the social media moving and what are some tips that you would give people that wanted to start a Kickstarter? How do you, how do you make that successful? Well, about the, I, 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 um, I think it was at the beginning of this year or at the end of last year, I have a fantastic meeting with a, with a friend, um, which is, uh, Jason De La Roca. Jason De La Roca is a big guy on the gaming industry and I was lucky enough to have uh, the, the opportunity to talk with him one-to-one. -one. I met him in a conference and then 
we were invited by the government of Calgary, which was fantastic. And and I have the chance to talk one to one. And he <laughs> he told me, hey, um, I'm going to try to do something like like Jason because I love it. Uh, and he say, Hey, Tony, why are you in this business? And say, like, Well, you know. Jason, I'm trying to sell my games and, you know, make people happy about playing the games and sharing this dream that I have. No, Tony, you are not because of that. You are here because you are building a fan base of your things, of your games. And, you know, it hits me so hard. It was like, yeah, dude, you're totally right. So when you are going to create a, an indie studio if you are going to create an indie studio and a lot of people ask me this how are you building this big community is because everything that you're going to do need to be shown to the world you don't exist if you create something and you let you you know you you say well when i release the game i'm going to publish this no it's not working like that in the moment that you start making even the first sketch of your game, you have you have to publish, you have to post it, you have to put it on every social media that you may have, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, whatever, Discord. You have to let people know about what you're doing because that's the moment when you start building the fans that are going to, at the end, are going to download, to test, and to buy your game, to support you. So... When people ask me, no, I'm going to start making the game and then I'm going to make the social media. I say, no, that's so wrong. Uh, it has been very expensive for me. You have to do the social media. You have to even open the MailChimp uh, page, which is free, to start collecting people and followers and fans and give them small gifts, you know, like a, an art that you created. Share, share what you're doing. Give them that reward that everybody wants to have. And uh, in, in that moment, when you are spreading through the social media, want, for example, Twitter is going to, is going to give you a boost on, on, on Instagram. Instagram is going to give you a boost on Twitter. And then you're going to cross-reference all of this social media. Then, you know, the result is going to be that you are going to, to blow up the, the, the numbers. And uh, that's the way that you, if you want to do this, you want to, to make this massive fan base, that's the way to do it. And in the case of the Kickstarter, well, that's a tough thing. Uh, Kickstarter is not for for it's, it's not an, e an easy thing. If somebody's going to tell you, "Oh, I can make a Kickstarter in one month," yeah, you could, um, but I'm not sure that it's going to be very very. Your chances are going to be very low. So I've been building this Kickstarter campaign for the last I don't know six to seven months, thinking what I'm going to do, preparing the campaign, making a a a small sketch of the campaign so Kickstarter approves me so I can start making, you know, the collection of in, or inviting people to join to the pre-campaign. Now we have more than 700 people on the pre-campaign. And even though I wanted to get to 2,000, 700 is a really good number. Uh, but you have to be in contact with people, again, showing what you're doing on Twitter, on Discord, on Twitch, if, if, if it's possible for you, on Instagram, on TikTok, you need to make all this massive social media work together. But you have always to consider you need to have a newsletter where people can register and uh, where people can be informed about what you're doing. Even when people say that, you know, I don't want to spam people. I don't want to spam, you know, my followers. Don't do that. 
you have to you have to you have to sell you have to send the information about what you're doing if they're really your fans and that's what you want there are people that are going to receive that information with pleasure and if they are not well you know you're not going to get anything from there so yeah just just okay i'm i'm, I'm going they're going to leave you but you have to connect with your with your uh, social media as soon as possible and with your fans yeah that sounds like some good advice i mean it's like just just get it out there let everybody know about it and just keep it going like just keep letting people know about it um i guess i'm kind of curious with everybody that i interview any of the developers or arcade owners i'm always curious as to like their video game past i know you touched on it a little bit <laughs> um with like the beginning and getting into like making your uh your back to the future game and everything let's let's walk through your history like from the beginning to kind of current where did you fall on like the xbox playstation position and things like that where, where do i what sorry so like everybody everybody's got like their i'm an xbox person or a playstation oh person okay so okay. kind of walk through like your early game memories up until like <laughs> obviously that kind of stuff well my early game memories are on atari that's that's very old gaming memories i'll uh I fell in love with games with Atari, uh, with a very bad joystick that they have. But I, 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 yeah, I get it. Um, my first game, and it's one of my favorites ever game. It's a game called Adventure uh, of Atari, um, which is mentioned, by the way, on on Ready Player One, on the movie, and on the on the book as well. Um, it's my favorite game ever. I, I remember being like a kid of, I don't know, six, five years old. I'm playing with my dad and it was something amazing because my dad always, always did things the wrong way or the, you know, of the more risky way. And I hit it. I was my dad, dad, no, you're going to get killed. And it was, it was really amazing. I, I have those memories and my dad was laughing and that's, that's really when everything started. Um, and sadly I will have to, I, I, I did, uh, separate from the, from the gaming industry for very long years, um, during the moment of, uh, while I was, uh, studying in the in college and, um, and then I, I went back with, with the Xbox. It's not because I'm a fan of the Xbox, it's because my friends has as Xbox and I want to play with them. So I, at the end, get an Xbox and, um, it's not because ah okay I'm not an Xbox or a PlayStation. No, it's, it's not like that. It's just I get an Xbox. And today it's it's more like uh, I I love to play my computer. So it's uh, it give me like more options. And um, and the other thing is because I, I'm also uh, allows me as well to connect with more people uh, in the in the industry because at the end. You know, you exchange things with older indie developers or with older developers, uh, publishers, with older gamers, streamers that they usually use um, uh, computers. Uh, so yeah, it has been at the end of moving moving my entire thing to to the computers. So yeah, that's where I am right now. Yeah, I'm definitely in that that same boat. I was an ex. I played Xbox forever because all my friends were on it, and it's just where I, yeah. I mean, where I wanted to be. And then I got into PCs, and it's just there's so many more options. And if you play Xbox, yeah. you're on Microsoft. Microsoft is on PC, so yeah. you're you're usually good to go on most all their releases. Yeah. Um, I guess let's let's talk to the indie developers that are watching the show. Give them some advice about just things that have helped you grow as a developer. You said you were developing a while ago for like 
um, like iOS and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what are some tips that you sh- would give them right in the beginning to get into it and some pitfalls to avoid? Um, well, if you want it, um, uh, there are two paths that you're always going to, you know, is, are always going to present it to you. One path is that you want to create games for a triple A company, triple A games company. And, uh, that's one path is absolutely respectable. I think for, for me, I respect that. Um, and the other is if you want to create your own games. So if you want to, cr- to work for a company, you can dedicate and say, okay, I'm going to be good in something in particular, for example, coding or, uh, uh on, on coding, you can say some particular genre of the games and you can be very good on, at it. And, but you can also be a modeler and create things, you know, in 3D or in 2D or animate things. There are so many different areas for the for the gaming industry, and I always talk about that because I'm trying to push this industry in my in my province, in, in my city. It's been so difficult, but gaming is an entertainment industry of multi billion dollars every year, and it's not like okay, but this this year was bad. No, every year turns to be better than the previous year. So the options are incredible and they are really huge. And um, now if you want to make a, a, you want to be an indie developer and you want to create your own games, then you have to find a ways to do all things yourself. You know, at the beginning at least, and then you can get some partners and some relations They could be good, but you have to be uh, quick and fast. And um, I have to say, based on my experience, if I will have to repeat everything that, I'm, that that I did and the things that I did wrong, I want to start by doing things, for example, in 3D. I would try to make things looking beautiful in 2D, even with Photoshop, not necessarily with uh, with pixel art that sometimes can be uh, like like tricky, but you can take some courses on Udemy, um, stuff like that, where you can get quick uh, information about how to start. What platforms? Well, I started with Unity um, in the moment was because Unity was uh, a very cheap option. Uh, in fact, it was as cheap as free, <laughs> as you can imagine. So I took Unity in that moment. I learned about it. Um, and then this is my main tool that, that I'm using. But uh, today, Unreal is giving options as well. So take the time to test it, uh, to test Unity to test on real and uh, make the things, you know, maybe you're working during the day in all the things Then you can get home at night and, you know, take a course of, of Udemy that is going to cost you maybe $15 or $10 or something like that to start learning um, uh, coding in, uh, in Unity and then try to Learn something very, very, very simple into the how to make you know cool graphics into the and and mix them with the game in Unity. Try to make things very simple. Try to uh, prototype your games as fast as you can. And the other option is if you have an idea and it says okay, yeah, but this has this has to be a three D game and you want to make a prototype, then go to Unity. Go to the asset store where you can get a lot of things that are 
made just for you to to try them and then put the things on the scenario and try to get to a publisher and show them okay this is the idea this is the this is the the main mechanic of my game this is what i'm trying to do and if you can collect that if you can get a support of a publisher then you know things are going to be a lot easier but try to start very simple every time that you say okay i want to add this think if it's going to be complicated good mechanics doesn't have to be really extremely complicated if you get a game which i love by the way which is super me boy super me boy is a 2d indie game created by two guys and when you see the mechanics the mechanics is so simple it's just jumping and running basically it's jumping and running jumping and running and uh the graphics were not a big thing uh but this guy makes everything looks and feels perfect in the game with a great sense of humor and uh this today is a reference game for for indies because it was one of the most successful indie games ever so you don't have to to do a game that looks like a triple a game uh to to make you you know a name on the indie it's so difficult you're not going to do it you have to keep yourself simple basic but with good taste that's that's my advice for it yeah i mean even referencing that side of like keeping it simple you can think about games like celeste or limbo like they're Correct. not crazy crazy mechanics but they're absolutely beautiful and they tell a great story and exactly. that's that's what people want is they're there for the indies for something unique they don't want another triple a game that's just another war game you know they want something special and, and if you I'm, I'm sorry joe if you make people laugh with your game dude you right. did it you're in you a did good it. place because because you you, you see I, i've seen streamers for example playing triple a games i don't know if you've seen them but they're always like okay like statics you know okay okay dude so how was your day and when you see them play them uh indie games which are really fast like okay we do this and it's tricky and they die and it's oh my god okay i'm gonna try it again and it is it is a different spirit and you see that in games like super me boy in games like celeste in games like of that style katana zero i love yes, katana yes. zero great game. it's it's a great game you know and there are two 2d platformers and they're amazing game with massive fans so yeah it's definitely something like like undertale imagine undertale undertale has the the worst graphics ever but it is so engaging game it's something like oh my god the sense of humor is amazing the characters are great and it's so simple very so simple and uh th there you see it is it's like have a great idea and put it into into a great games i think the guy of celeste it took like like one month to create a game i'm still uh, for me it's still hard to believe it yeah. but but um but let's say that he did it it's really simple and uh but but the thing is that it's the taste you know is and then you're going to make people laugh and that's that's your goal when people yeah. gets engaging in your game it's like oh man this is this is it yeah that's what you're going for you're trying to elicit a response and then, exactly. then you know you got them um i guess that's it's kind of everything i wanted to ask you so to wrap <laughs> yeah. it up just go ahead and shout out your social medias your kickstarter stuff like that so people can find you and follow your journey oh thank you very much well um 
on Tuesday, uh, October 19, 2021, uh, we're going to launch our Kickstarter uh, to finish our game uh, in a period of, I hopefully it's going to be six months, but depends because if we go to stretch goals, there's a lot of surprises of things that we're going to add to the game. It's dependent of the of 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 what uh, how can you help us? So if you can help us spread the word about the Kickstarter, please visit woolen.com w-u-l-u-m.com. There is all the information, links all to our Kickstarter to join our Discord. We're going to make an, an a massive um party with uh with the launch of the kickstarter and please be part of it of this get ready for the first 48 hours because we have special things for the first backers on the first 48 hours and uh and please help us spread the word that would be amazing for us awesome well i'm gonna throw that and all your other social media links down in the description so people can find you i want to say thank you. thank you for coming on here tony and talking about last soul um thank for you. anybody that hasn't played it go get the demo like it's oh, free yeah. on Steam. Yeah. Like just yeah. go try it. Um, it's super fun. Yeah. And yeah, until next time, peace. Thank you, man. Bye.